The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Row Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em with a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autograph SGP helmet. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app now and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em College NFL WNBA. Went up to 20x the amount you put in in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, game lines, whatever you need. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app now or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. Yes, sir. We are back with the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really real villain, real to from a junior here at your service. Bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Football, no problem. We still have a four-game slate in the WNBA. And here to break it all down with me is my co-host. Five? Oh, crap. Is it five? We have five. Oh, Oh, it is five. Oh, wow. Five-game slate in the WNBA. Hoops never stops. I've been trying to tell you this since the NBA offseason. Hoops never stops. Got my co-host. You heard him. Scott Studio. Right, Shell Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing well. Looking forward to the slate today. Five games, not used to five. Usually we get four, but you're looking at uh, what happened yesterday, and I think our Sparks bet might be going up in flames. I think that's what's going on, but still, besides that, looking forward to the five games should be fun. Not as many playoff implications as I was hoping going into the final two games by mm-hmm. on the season, but still, you have a couple. Some for seeding. I'm not sure how much these teams care about it, but not every position has been decided and not every playoff spot has been decided. So at least yeah. we have that going for us. Holy crap. Uh, last two, two, two days, last two days to end the season and everything's on the table. We're going ahead and getting started with five games really quickly here. First game up on the docket is the hold on. Hold on. It's it's loading. Whenever, okay, so we're just going to close that out, and we're going to try again. There we go. I have it listed on the banners, so you can just go in order if you want. Atlanta Dream are on the road 
in D.C. to go play the Washington Mystics, open up as a four and a half point favorite for the Mystics. They are now five and a half point favorites. One sixty two and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And for the Atlanta Dream, Ryan Howard is questionable with the lower body injury. Nia Coffey is out for the season. And we also have Ariel Atkins for the Mystics, who is probable. Shakira Austin, who is out with that hip. Christy Tolliver is out for the season as well as she tore her ACL after just coming back. Brutal work. Uh, absolutely brutal for Christy Tolliver. Really sorry for her in that. But Scott, here we are. We have the Mystics as a back at home. Back at home. This is this is where we like to back them. And this game does have implications as both of these two teams are 18 and 20 right now, going into the last two games of the season. What are you looking for in here? Well, this is the battle for the sixth seed right now, but it is worth mentioning that the Lynx have only a one game lead. For the five seed. So in theory, the Mystics or the Dream could actually leap the links and maybe get into the five. So just keep uh-huh. that in mind. But for this one, both teams have been pretty good lately, but I think I am going to lean to the Mystics. I just think that they're a better home team. They're 12 and 7 at home. They had a nice 100 point performance against the Mercury. I know the Mercury stink, but that game was on the road, <laughs> and the Mystics never win road games. So at least that was a good yeah. sign for them. I'm going to take the Mystics. The team's battled injuries all year. Now they're pretty much healthy. I know Austin is still out. Atkins should be playing in this game. I do think, once again, with how good the Mystics' defense is, they can limit Parker on the inside, and she's been incredible for the last week or so. I'm going to go with the Mystics here. It might be close early on, but I have faith in the very good home team, the experienced team, knowing how important each seat actually is. Mm-hmm. I think the Mystics get it done. It might be close for a little while, but I do think eventually the Mystics find a way to break it open. Give me the Mystics by like seven. All right. I, yeah, I'm with you. I, this is a pretty easy spot, man. I mean, look at the home road splits for the Mystics. Uh, ATS, they're 11 and 8. ATS at home, 57 point, really 58%. And then on the road, they're 6-13, and 13, 31.6%. It's night and day difference between how they play at home and out on the road. And now it only – you look at the Atlanta Dream, and it's a night and day distance from, difference from when they're a dog and they're a favorite. When they're a dog it, on, for the full game, they are 9-12, 43% against the spread. But when they're a favorite, 9-6-1, and one, 60%. And it's even better when you get to the first half. In the first half as a favorite, they are 75%, 12-4, and 45%, and 9-11-1 as a dog. This is a very easy spot for me. I'm going to take the Washington Mystics. I think they get it done. And I like the Mystics' first half. That first half numbers, everything clicks. We know the Mystics are a great first half team, especially at home, 11-8 and at home in the first half. I think this is another spot where they come out, dominate at home early, able to carry that momentum into the second half. Give me Mystics first half, and of course I'm on the under. It's the Washington Mystics. I think I'm with you on the under. The first two meetings this season were pretty high scoring, but you're looking at the last one only landed 153. And we talk about it before. We've talked about it a lot so far in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Playoff implication games tend to be more low scoring because the games matter more. You tend to see more of a focus on the defensive end. You tend to also see a bit of nerves maybe early on. But I mm-hmm. do think with a game of this magnitude, because whoever wins this game should at minimum be above the t- the other team here in the standings because you only have one game left. So this yeah. does have a lot of implications for the sixth seed. So because of that, I think that this is going to be a very meaningful game for both teams. I expect a lot of pride on the defensive end. We know the Mystics don't need any excuse to play harder defense than they already do. So I'm going to go with the under as well. 
I see it landing somewhere in the 150s. And just for just thinking about the longevity of the playoffs, there's a difference between being six and playing the Sun and being seven and playing the Liberty. Yeah. Or potentially, I think it's I think it's officially Liberty at two. But it's not it, official. It's a, the Aces need to win out. But they played the okay. three twice, so, so they're going yeah. to be the one seed. Basically. Yeah, so it's like it's a difference between going to play Liberty, going to play the Sun. Like you feel like you, while the Sun are still a really really good team, there's more room for error there than going to play the Liberty. So I think both of these two teams are going to get after it. That under is probably one of my favorite plays today. A dream seven and twelve to the under to the over. I mean, so twelve and seven to the under as a dog. Well, well, on the road. I'm sorry, not as a dog on the road. They are seven and twelve to the under, to the over, whatever. Over, yeah, whatever. All right, player props. What you got? Uh, for player props, I'm trying to think of what I actually like in this matchup because I don't exactly see many points. Do you think I'm the going Billings, back to Cheyenne? I'm going back say, to Cheyenne. Cheyenne is tough to avoid. Do you think Billings had a fluke game last time out? Do you think she's actually capable of going for? these massive rebound games and potential double-doubles. She was great last game, but she's been quiet all season long. I think it opens up so much more for her because of the Nia Coffee injury, and now she's getting the minutes and she can kind of get herself into a rhythm during out, throughout the games. And so, yeah, I think that eh, I'm not 100% saying that it's going to go all the way, but there may be a spot where I decide to back it, but I'm all over Cheyenne here. Cheyenne over 6.5 rebounds, minus 125. Cheyenne over 17 and a half points at plus 110 like i'm i'm with all the smoke cheyenne parker has been balling recently yeah i'm looking at cheyenne points it, it's tough for me to avoid because i had her last game and it worked out well but she's had at least 17 points in five straight games she's had 20 plus in four straight games she's been a serious focal point of this team with austin being out that does impact the paint defense of washington so i do think mm-hmm. that once again cheyenne points could be worth a look i am looking at Brittany sykes though I think her over three and a half, her over in three pointers has value. It's over one and a half, and it's plus one twelve on on a Fanduel. She has had at least two made threes in four of the last five, so she has been shooting mm-hmm. the ball well lately. I mean, eight of the last ten, she's had at least two in eight of the last ten, and it's plus one twelve. I think that's a pretty solid value play as well. We know Sykes likes to shoot it. She's been open a lot from the outside. I don't mind that play as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm all over Brittany Sykes. I feel like every time I give her out here, she's cashing. And it's just because of the attention. Like, she has less attention here. All right. Before we get to the next game of Slate, got to talk to you guys about the free roll football contest. If you haven't already, it is not too late to sign up for our season-long pick'em contest in the NFL. $1,000 for first place and $500 for second place. Unless you are a patron member, then those numbers are doubled. Plus, if you win as a patron member, you will get the autographed full-size Sports Gambling Podcast helmet, which is in the studio. It has Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pat Man Jones, John Staley, Saley, uh, Eric Metcalf, Garrett Blunt, all those people's autograph on there. You can, you might can get a sizable return for it. I heard even um, Pick Dundee said he's going to throw his autograph on there if you like. So sign up. The, the sign up link is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. And make sure you sign up for the patron. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patron again in there and make sure you get weekly prizes as, as long as the double prize in the season long contest. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patron. 
DraftKings Sportsbook has this crazy new customers, $200 instantly in bonus bets. All you have to do is bet $5 on NFL game this season. I mean, th- this weekend, just five five bucks on an NFL game. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. Listen to the picks there. Check out our NFL Gambling Podcast. We did afternoon picks, me and Scott, and uh, I think we disagreed a lot on a lot of these picks. But one thing yeah. we can say for certain, we like the Packers. Go put that $5 on the Packers, win that bet, and even if you lose the bet, it doesn't matter because you already got your $200 in bonus bets. Download now and use code SGP to sign up. New customers can take on $200 in bonus bets instantly for just betting $5 on NFL. That's code SGP. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app. This is this is my app. I am last minute with everything I do, with everything that's going on, and you I'm are? telling really? you, really, yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't have known, really. Yes, uh, it just is how I roll, man. But that's good because the Game Time app has the lowest price guaranteed for last minute tickets, and if you if they don't. Maybe you try them, and maybe they don't have the lowest price. They will credit you 110% the difference of the ticket you find that has a better price on the same row, same section, everything. Download the Game Time app now, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Let's move on to the next game of the slate. And we have the Indiana Fever as a nine and a half point dog going to Connecticut. 160 and a half is the total in this one. Injury report for these two teams. DeJanae Carrington is probable with that foot injury. And for the Fever, Lexi Hall is out for the rest of the season. Christy Wallace is questionable with that knee injury. I would be surprised if she actually played. I'm surprised if anybody who's injured on any of these bad teams are still playing at this point. If two games uh, left. I, Enjoy the video. Man, is there – this line was 10 earlier. I, there's no way I'm taking the sun, man. There's not – I mean, really, no. neither team has anything to play for, but, like, at least the fever in the season on a high note. The way that I look at it, by the way, just to be clear, the lines that I have posted down below are on DraftKings. So there are some, you know, some varying lines, usually within half a point or so. So you said nine and a half, around. 60 and a half, whatever. I, I wrote down 10 and 160. Uh, for this one, this I understand. This actually going up. I see some 10 and a half around. Well, it's really tricky because the Fever got buried last game against the Sky, but the Sky were actually playing for something because they needed the win in order to keep their playoff hopes alive. So you're looking at a spot where they were against a motivated team and they scored about nine points in the first quarter. Then you're looking at the Sun, and they've been fine lately. I know AT had another triple-double because she's a lunatic. Give her the MVP. But I do think when you're looking at this actual spot for Connecticut, there really is nothing to play for. They're locked into the three seed, so I don't know why they'd even bother giving all their stars a bunch of minutes unless they really want to stat pad AT's MVP case and, you know, maybe let her and Bonner uh, get that some. That is the key. That's which, the key, the MVP race. That's that's the point. I'm trying to even think of who's really in the running right now. You're looking at 
Asia, obviously. It's, looking it's at Asia, Brianna. Stewie, and, and AT. That's it. There's I'm really nobody else. Three. Yeah. And because of how much firepower you have on the other teams, I would vote for AT in a heartbeat. But I guess the point is, do you think she needs to keep stat padding or do you think the deed's already done? Because there's no reason to play any of these players more than 25 mm. minutes or at all unless you really want to make the case that these final games are necessary to leave a lasting imprint on the MVP race. Man... That's the only argument there is, really. We, we, honestly, reason. we're the only we're the only ones that are on AT for MVP. Like everybody else, I think is pretty pigeonholed into either Stewie or Asia Wilson, even though how much we disagree with that. Uh, you're swaying me back over to Connecticut. It's just once again, I'm talking about one person. Question is, is AT going to actually go out there and try to put a massive stat lines, or does Connecticut realize there's bigger fish to fry in the next week and change? Because Indiana, uh, you could argue once again, they're basically locked into the one pick. So I don't know if it matters. Because it, it goes, uh, I, f- I did find out that the lottery is based on the record. There is a lottery, first of all, and it's based on the record <laughs> of the last two years combined. So Indiana's apparently like basically. Oh, got yeah, they're good. Odds on the lock. So there's really no, it doesn't matter what happens in the next couple games here. So, Man, Indiana's scrappy, and they've they've given Connecticut games. First game of the season, they gave them a game and was able to cover the spread there. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, 70-61, you got 81-78. Two of the three games were close. The other one was a blowout, but still, I think I'm going to take the points with you. Yeah. Uh, there's the no motivation there. here. I'm not going to lay 10 with a team that might not care. The fact yeah. that there's a question mark around the effort for both teams means I can't lay points. So I'll take the points. Man. I'm not going to bet this. Bro, if Indiana comes here and lays an egg, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to be so pissed if Indiana comes in here. I'm going to be indifferent because I'm not betting. Like, if the season's over, you might as well go hoop. Like, huh. But they still got some. Let Kelsey Mitchell shoot the ball 30 times. Just let her go for 40, you know. Have some fun. Indiana first half, just in case they blow it in the second half. That's fair. All right. Player props. I'm, I mean, total. Uh, I'm. I think I have. To, do I lean under because I'm not sure who's going to care? Or do I lean over because I'm not sure who's going to care? It's great. We just take Indiana first half team total over. Like this I'm gonna is what we do. On, Indiana I'm gonna lean season. under because all three games have landed 160 or lower. So I guess I'll go just based on the season trend. First half but... over. First half over. Live back okay. under. It's really it. difficult to find any angles I like because once again, motivation is going to be an issue for both teams. So I guess I'm leaning under, and I guess I'm leaning to the dog getting double digits, but I will not be betting on this game. We never get an Indiana total at 80 and a half in the first half. I got to take that. Indiana, Indiana, okay. Connecticut, first half team, not team total, but first half over 80 and a half. That's probably, I probably like that better than the spread, to be honest. All right. Player props. Uh, I mean, honestly, truly. I'm just going uh, to me bubble bandwagon. We're sending it. Like- yeah, I mean, might as well. Like, it's the end of the season. You might as well stat pad a triple-double on the way out. Yeah. And that's probably how they end up winning this game. They win the game by a couple. She stat pads a triple-double, and then uh, – Anybody else? Give me – I was going to say, I see FanDuel has a nine-and-a-half for Connecticut. So, if you do want to take Connecticut, there are better lines out there. But, uh, once again, if you want to look for anything that might have some value – Kelsey Mitchell, 20-plus, and Indiana to win is plus 750. 
Okay. I love that. Only a Boston, yeah, Boston not, 15 plus boo. and Indiana to win is seven to one. Bro, I, I, can't, I can't. I know, I know. Only a Boston, you're still yeah, traumatized from like Yeah, I can't ago. get behind but it. But I could get behind, like, if you, you know, saying ain't parlayed her rebounds, or I could I could get behind that. I can't get behind the scoring, man. They be BSing. I, it, it, it's, it it's easy for me. It, it's easy for me. Favorite plot from this one's been the same favorite prop all season. Alyssa Thomas over seven and a half assists at plus 102. Like, yep, I agree with that. All right. Before we get into the rest of the slate here, I got to talk to you about Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Really, you can research whatever you need. NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer. Enter a parlay idea in there, and the optimizer tool will get you hit rates and break it down by leg and the probability for the entire parlay. So absolutely great stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users using hall of fame bets download the hall of fame bets app or visit hall hofbets.com and use code sgpn for 50 percent off your first month start reach start researching today start winning with hall of fame bets we're also brought to you by underdog fantasy Underdog Fantasy has their fantasy pick em games where you can pick between two and five players and whether they'll go higher or lower their stats. And guess what? You'll be have a chance to win up to 20 times your money. We give out a underdog contest at the end of every episode. We've been doing pretty well. We didn't catch the last one, but we are still up a bunch of units off of this. So make sure you tap into Underdog Fantasy. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Let's see here. Next game on the slate, we have the Minnesota Lynx traveling to Chicago to play the Chicago Sky. Sky opened up as a four and a half point favorite. It stayed true at four and a half. One sixty five and a half is the total here. Oh, game that matters for both teams. Yeah, yeah. Game that finally a game that matters. So we have the Minnesota Lynx. Jessica Shepard's out uh, with an ankle injury, and for the Chicago Sky, we have a clean injury report. <sighs> Just to actually read off the playoff, uh, I should say, scenarios here. If mm-hmm. Chicago wins, they're in. Oh, they're they officially win, in? They need to win one of their next two games, and they need the Sparks to lose one. But the Sparks only have one game left. Because the Sparks played yesterday against the Liberty, they only have one game left. The Sun, The Sky have two and the Sky are half a game up, which means that if the Sky win either this game or the next game, they're going to the playoffs. And if they lose both and the Sparks win their final game, the Sparks are in. And the Sparks' final game is against Seattle, so favorite in that one probably. Yeah. Uh, it's the Chicago's final home game of the season. It is, and they get Connecticut after. Oh, you don't want to wait. You don't want to chance Connecticut. In Mohegan? No, you don't want to go to Mohegan. Oh, but do we lay four and a half with this Sky team? The Lynx, for for reference, are still playing for some type of seeding because they're one game ahead of Atlanta and Washington, and they're also one game behind Dallas. Now, I don't have the tiebreakers in front of me, but you can, in theory, make an argument that they are not locked into the five. So they can no, be playing. Minnesota, Minnesota has something to play for. Absolutely. It, I don't have my belt on today. I'm, I'm taking Minnesota. I don't have my belt on today. Uh, I, I wore cotton shorts. I don't have a belt. That's And it was the belt. If we're being completely honest, this guy were playing pretty 
par <laughs> basketball until the belt came out. When the belt came out, that's when they turned up. I don't have the belt today. That's just telling me that I need to go ahead and do what I was going planning on doing the whole time. And I'm going to take the points, the four and a half with the Minnesota Lynx. This could be a one-score game. Like This could absolutely be a one-score game. And I still think that Minnesota's slightly a better team here. It's just a lot of – I don't know what Marina Mabry we're going to get. That really helps. I know Kalia Copper more than likely is probably going to ball, but Marina Rayberry really, really helps them out. That last game, they got an amazing game from Kalia Copper, Marina Mabry, Courtney Williams. All of them were able to score. I don't know if they keep up the scoring. And I I just like the options with, you know, Nafisa Collier, who's probably going to be the best person on the floor. You have Kayla McBride. Diamond Miller, who's been playing a lot better down the stretch. Like, I I think this Minnesota team got a little bit more to say. I'm taking Minnesota plus four and a half. I think I'm going to lean to Chicago. The problem is this team is six and 13 straight up at home. They're not a good home team at all. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe it's just the classic fool's gold desperation angle. But I'm going to lean to Chicago at home in a game that they need to have. I think with Connecticut on deck on the road, you want to end this as soon as possible. I think they clinch it tonight, but we'll see what happens. I do want to give a shout-out, though, to the Lynx. They became the second team in WNBA history to make the playoffs after starting the year 0-6. So congratulations. Oh, crap. They sure did. Man, we was we was touting, touting that Minnesota at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's, but they sure congrats to them. Now. Second team in league history to go 0-6 and make the playoffs. Uh, no, I'm sticking with Minnesota. All right. Uh, totals come up two points from 163 and a half to 165 and a half. I think I'm going back to the under. It's yeah. Why are we going? Why is this going up? Um, and and I'm not going to overact to this guy scoring 90 plus points against the fever who don't actively care and they play bad defense. I see this game being a big deal for both teams. Give me another, I'd say, solid effort on defense from both sides. I'll go with the under. The road team and the underdog have won outright all, but well, not all. <laughs> well, what he was going to say was that the road team and the underdog have uh, done well in both head-to-head meetings so far. If you do want to look at the head-to-head totals between these teams, the two meetings have landed below, well, the second one landed 160, uh, 167, so that's like right around the number. But once again, with the amount of just overall at stake, the amount of stakes for both teams here, I got to go with the under. I think you're going to be seeing a pretty close and pretty hard-fought matchup. I'm assuming Terrell's computer died or his Wi-Fi died. I think he's back. Hang on a second. It's Terrell, you there? I see him b- backstage. Hang on a second. We're going to swap this out, and we're going to bring him here, and you're back. I don't, I don't know how I had two of me in the uh, – honestly, I don't, the Russians got a hold of this Airbnb Wi-Fi. That's clearly what happened. That's, People that's, in the chat box are thinking that you're meditating or that you were oh, meditating. You're very <laughs> yeah, I was calm. meditating. So, All right. Uh, I went to the under, last game. But yeah, I'm you're, you're in the middle of saying the underdog and the road team have done well in that head meetings. That's what you're Yes, saying. they have. They have. 2-0 uh, straight up yep. in ATS. But, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. For props, I'm looking at Courtney Williams over assists at five and a half. Oh. Uh, she's gone over in four of the last five. She's gone over in seven of the last ten. She's actually gone over in about 14 of the last 20. I just think mm-hmm. five and a half is too low for assists because she has embraced the point guard role for this team. Give it the over five and a half assists for Williams at minus 115. I am going to bat Nafisa Collier, best player on the four. 
and uh, look at her, what she's doing on the season, averaging 8.4 rebounds on the season. Uh, earlier in the earlier matchup, she had 29-9 and nine in Chicago. When they, uh, she, no, I don't think she played. Yeah, she did play in that first one. So she did play in that first matchup. Uh, that was first game of the season. She had 17-5 and five first game of the season. But, you know, that was her. Played a couple of games last season, still a little bit of a layoff, still a little bit of rust, and still was able to drop a nice 17-5. and five. And she only got better and turned up all her scoring and rebounding from there for the rest of the season. So I'm on Nafisa Collier. Give me whatever prop they have for her. I'll take her points over at 21.5 at minus 130. But I love her rebounds at uh, 9.5. I think she is in double-double territory today. Yeah, not going to get any argument from her. All right. Let's move on to the next game of the slate. And I have the Seattle Storm. Oh, man. Where is it at? Where? Where? We don't have many of these left. They only have have a game or two left. As long as we can. Wings. This was game of the year all season. Wings are now laying 11 and a half at home. 169 and a half is the total here. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Seattle Storm. Clean injury report there. Nothing new for the Dallas Wings. Crystal Dangerfield, doubtful with the head injury. So that's actually pretty big. She's a good two-way player for them. Handles the ball a lot. Good defender. Very much so. All right. Is she even getting the Lloyd matchup? I don't even. I don't think so. Because she's undersized, but she's very active. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if she. Was I think it was. I think it. Was, I don't think whatever they were doing it didn't work because Jewel Lloyd's been killing this team. Oh, all I didn't year. say it was going to work anyway. <laughs> I'm just asking, like, whatever they was doing, it wasn't working. Oh man! All right. Um. I'm not. I'm not thinking too hard. I mean, I really want to sit here and tell you that Seattle should be going for a tank off, but at this point, everybody that's going in the lottery is in the lottery. Like, yeah. It's the last it's the last couple of games of the season. Seattle's given them games earlier this year. They got a win on in Dallas earlier this season. What was that in overtime too? Uh I think so. Let me just pull that. 109, 103. No, that was not overtime. That was all right. Oh, all so regular. so they just had 200 points scored in regulation. But the Storm so. have covered this number in all three meetings. They lost by 11 last game at home, but they have once again been within striking distance in a lot of these games. That was the only that last game was the only one to go under to both games cleared the over earlier yep. this season. Yeah, it's easy for me. I'm going to Seattle. Like I'm, I, we we like laying points with Seattle, but we're, I'm going to do what I continue. You mean, you mean getting points with Seattle? Yeah, I mean getting points with Seattle. But I'm going to do what we continue to do all season. Seattle's a slow starting team. They always start sl- uh, slow early on. So I'm going to wait. At, I, I, I do like a early Dallas play. I think if you want to get down on Dallas, maybe Dallas first quarter minus three and a half. Seattle does start slow in the first, maybe the first half minus six and a half. So a little bit too many points for me, but I, I don't have an issue with it. But we just wait for Seattle to go down big. Matter of fact, mm, wait a six and a half because they normally go down double digits early. Uh, we wait for them to go down big and then we go and we get in on a live number. And that's been cashing all season. I feel like every time I've, taking the time to lie bet Seattle. I've always cashed the final numbers. So uh, it, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm going to Seattle Storm and Jewel Lloyd. Get it done. And maybe a sprinkle on the money line because Dallas doesn't need this. Oh, well, yes, they do. They need to well, win. They, they, need, they need one of the next two. So 
we'll, we'll see once it, I got to see how they play in the final game of the season, but I doubt you're going to find an easier opponent than the storm based on record. Yeah. I am going to lean to the over in this game. I see points. I do want to mention that Terry McCown is not in the starting lineup, but that's a coaching decision. So they mm-hmm. benched her with like two games left in the regular season, which I find kind of weird, but she had a double double off the bench against the Liberty. So she still played well. I just find that move fascinating, but maybe it's because they want to play faster. And McCown isn't exactly the fastest player on the court. Better figure it out now for them playoffs start. I guess so. But the point is, they do have a nice bench option now because she's can she can walk into a double double off the bench. Seattle has not been a good rebounding team all season. I don't think long. this actually matters. My fault. I don't think this actually matters for Dallas because you're playing Minnesota regardless. Well, there's two games left, so the point is you would want. Wait, let me just check the standings. I mean, I mean, you could you. I mean, home court is like I guess I it's home, home court they, in they that go for home court, Yeah, but like you're playing them regardless. So if you if if Seattle so happens to get rolling here, they could just be like, I mean, if we win, we win. If we don't, yeah, but yeah, you, no a lot of you tend to overrate home court no matter what because you get the extra home support and whatever. So they're gonna care. I'm gonna yeah, go with the I, over though. They're I, gonna I lose one of these games game. between between this game and the next game against Atlanta. They're gonna lose one. I'm I'm fine fading on both games and and just collecting on the cash after that. I mean, you could fade them on the spread. They could still win the game. There's no priority to win in blowout yeah. fashion. I, I just like the over. I see a lot of points in this game. No, nah, I'm with you. I'm all over over here. We've seen. I think this is closer to the first two matchups than the last one. Yeah. All right. Jewel Lloyd over 24 and a half. Of course. I'm not going against it. Dangerfield's not playing. She's a good defensive player, but they couldn't guard her anyway. She might accidentally score 30. She really might. They might just give her the ultimate green light and just let her start chucking from any- anywhere. And that's usually a good sign. Is she still leading the league in points? Uh, I don't know. Stewie's see. had a couple of really good games the past week. I know. I'm, I'm checking. Hold on. Let me see. It's not loading. Freaking the. Oh, no. She's still. She's a whole point ahead. Okay. No, okay. that's nothing. What nothing to worry about there. She's averaging 24.4. Like 24. It's freaking ridiculous. She's such a dog, man. Yeah. Oh, my she's gosh. If she was on a winning team. team. If, she, if she was on a winning team, she's the MVP. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, well, they're gonna I don't think I have much. If you want to go by trends, you can take a Goomba Wale under four and a half assists. He's gone under in four of the last five, seven of the last ten. The problem is you're expecting each of these teams to maybe get to 85. So I don't know if I actually can take an under an assist. Just take I, don't, I think this is the this is another Arike Jewelloid 30 plus both ways. Well, that might be the point is that if you like the under an assist, you might as well just take the points because she's gonna have the ball yeah. a lot and you're hoping she scores, but. I, I don't think I can take the under and assist, though, because I'm expecting just so many points in this game. I feel better about overs than unders, simply put. So I do like the over on Lloyd. I am wondering if I do like the rebound prop for Magbagor, because mm-hmm. once again, Terry McCown's coming off the bench. So you can argue that Magbagor has a better matchup. Yeah, early on in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would probably look at Magbagor rebounds as well. I like it. I'm with you. All right. Next game on the slate. Last game on the slate. Las Vegas Aces traveling to Phoenix. Play to Phoenix Mercury. Aces opened up as a 17.5 point favorite. Currently favored by 18 and a half. 165 and a half is the total here. That came up half a point. Injury report here. And I mean, does it really matter? The Mercury are missing half their team. The Aces are healthy. That does basically. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Sophie Cunningham is probable with the jaw injury. Diane Rossi's out. Shea Petty's out. Probable is fascinating for Cunningham because this team has nothing to play for. So, okay. 
Cool. Dog, I don't know how. I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm maybe, may no, because I, I can't even get behind a last game, last home game of the season type thing. Like, I it's I not just, the last home game. The next game's the last home game. They're they playing both home games in- against the Aces. And for reference, the Aces need to win both games to get the one seed. They can't take any oh. of these two games off. They so we take the both. Aces early. We take the Aces early. I'm taking the Aces in general. I think they win by 30. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think they – even when they the, let their – The Mercury gave up 100 points on the Mystics at home last game. The Mystics can't play on the road. They gave up 100 points. I think You're the right. Aces walk into 100 as well. I'll take the Aces by 30 in this game. They have, a little, they have all the momentum. They have all of the motivation. The Mercury have nothing to play for. They do flip-flop. This is their last home game. Next game is at Las Vegas. Or in Phoenix. Okay, apologies. Uh, yeah, where's the – um? let me see. Can I get a first half team total over 48 and a half plus 102? That's a lot. Why did I think both games 50. were in Phoenix? Okay, whatever. They're, it doesn't matter. They're scoring 50 in the first half. 48 and a half is way too light. They're scoring 50. Who, who's getting up in this Phoenix team? How Phoenix has been a little game? bit better in the first half, but they got buried in the first half against Washington last game. So this is the last home game for Phoenix. I stand corrected, but I don't think it matters. The Aces need both games. They're going to come out focused. They're going to bury this team. They were struggling a bit against the Storm last time out, and then they outscored the Storm by double digits in the fourth quarter, and they won the game by 20-plus. So even the garbage time unit is better than Phoenix's garbage time unit. I The Aces really should just walk into 100 points here. I'll take the Aces. And the over. I'll take the over because the Aces, once again, should just score a bunch of points. Shout out my guy Ron, my guy Tease in the chat. Ron dropping the nugget about the storm. 10-3-1 with totals over 163. Uh, the three, two of those three are, um, what's the name? Dallas. Two of those three are Dallas games. I'm pretty well, sure. They said 10-3-1 to the under with totals of 163. Yeah, so... So two of the three that went over, I'm pretty sure two of the three against Dallas. No, he's saying that they're ten and three to the under. So two of the three for, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm like, what? Right. I'm like, what are you? I'm saying that trend goes against you, but in theory, the two games did involve the wing. So yeah, that does, that does add up. Yeah, okay. I'm like, that bro, what sense. are you yeah. doing? Yeah, that makes sense. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't have nothing. We're taking aces. We're taking. Uh, I'm, I, I can't. I can't go full game total here. I. I, I I'd have to know. lean over because the Aces scoring a hundred would not surprise me at all. I would have that on my bingo card. All right, so, over one sixty-five. I can do that. I think they can do enough to get to seventy. Chelsea Gray to finish the season? Yeah, absolutely. I saw the assist at like seven and a half, though. So it was bumped up, but I think she gets a double-double if I had to really go for it. I think she goes for 20. I think she's going for 20 tonight. Where where it's plus 245. You see, they finally stopped making her three to one. They they, they finally stopped making her three to one. Plus 245, Chelsea Gray, 20 plus points. She... Last year, she got on a roll at the end of the season. That carried into the playoffs. She's going to do it again. Give me Chelsea Gray yet again. Points prop over 20-plus, plus 245. I just have some question marks about the point totals for the Aces players because everybody can score, and they also <laughs> none of them might play the fourth quarter. So I'm kind of on the fence here. But Asia, 22-and-a-half. The over is plus 116. I'm tempted by that. MVP. I do like Griner under 
at 16 and a half. Yep. That number just feels too high for, once again, a very solid defensive team. The Mercury recently have also been dead last in pace. They've been trying to slow mm-hmm. the game down, but they still can't win games. I like Griner under 16 and a half. I just think that the Aces will have a game plan for her. I don't know why they game plan for anybody else. So I think that a Griner probably has a bad game. I think we got to put Brittany Griner under back in the underdog contest today. Yep. Uh, that's it for me. I, I'm uh, just going to, I'm going to ride her. I'm going to ride or die with Chelsea Grady here today. All right. Let's kick, let's finish things up. Lock and dog, lock dog prop. And we'll drop our underdog contest for my lock. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Give me the Washington Mystics. I am slightly concerned that the dream could get to the point where they just make everything. So not going to go under, even though I really, really like the under. Give me the Mystics first half. I got a first half line on the Washington Mystics. At minus, well, whenever it'll pull up. This, I don't even know how I'm recording right now. This Wi-Fi sucks. Minus two and a half. Minus two and a half first half for the Washington Mystics. Best first half team in the league. Playing against a very bad first half team, especially as a dog, especially on the road. Going to take advantage of that and go Washington Mystics minus two and a half in the first half. That is my lock for my dog. Couple options. Give me Minnesota plus one fifty on the money line. Okay, they get it done. Both teams won. Minnesota's the better team. As much as we want Chicago to just win and lock up their spot, and this is for the Sparks future as well. So we're still riding. I'm, I'm all in on the Sparks. I think Sparks I waved the flag when the Liberty came back last night. The, the, I'm all in on the Sparks. The Sparks led by like fifteen. And they but they were trying. They, they shouldn't even have won that much. They shouldn't even have been in it. They're trying. Well, the Liberty are still trying to get the one seed, so I guess they're trying, but whatever. I'm, and I don't have the belt today. I don't have the belt today. That's what's gonna. That's really what's really making them my dog, because I don't have the belt today. So Chicago Sky, yeah, they're not going to get it done. Minnesota Lynx, plus 150 on money line. For my prop, point God, but she's scoring today. Chelsea Gray over 15 and a half points. I'm locked in on that. Scott, over to you. All right. Uh, so for my lock, I'm going to go with the big spread on the board. Give me the Aces minus 18 and a half. I thought about the team total, but I don't think it matters. Like if the Aces score 95 and go over the team total, they're, they're, co- <laughs> they're covering. Like what are we talking about? Like, they're just going to win the game by 20. I'm just going to take the Aces. The Mercury have nothing to play for, and we know the Aces once again are competing for the one seed, and it matters because them against the Liberty, which seems like a foregone conclusion, mm. you need home court. And they do count the Commissioner's Cup game as a regular season game. So the Liberty do have the head-to-head, 3-2. So it does matter. I'm going to take the Aces minus 18.5. Give me the motivated, arguably best team in the league against the worst team. I think they win this game by 25, probably 30. So the Aces will be my lock. For my dog, uh, what do I want to go with here? Um, I think I lean to the favorites mostly for this slate. But I do think I'm going to go with a baby dog here. I am going to go with a prop in the same game. Give me Asia Wilson over 22 and a half points. You know what? I'll, I'll live a little bit. Give me 25 plus points. There I, we I go. No, I can't. 25 plus points is worse odds than 22 and a half because FanDuel. Okay. So I'll take the over 22 and a half points. 
for Asia at plus 116. If the Aces are going to score 90 points, Asia is going to probably score 25. So give me Asia over 22 and a half points as my dog at plus 116. And for my prop, I'm going to do it. Just give me Jewel Lloyd over. I think Lloyd's going to have a big game. The Wings haven't been able to guard her all year, and now they're missing Dangerfield, one of their better on-ball defenders. Give me Lloyd over 24.5 at minus 113. So you went Lloyd and not Asia? Uh, Asia was my dog because it was – Oh, that was your dog. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. So your prop is Jewel Lloyd. Yeah. My prop is Lloyd over 24.5 at minus 113, and my dog was Asia over 22.5 at plus 116. Okay. All right. Then let's – they Let's really gave you better underdog. odds for 22 and a half compared to 25. FanDuel's are trying to rob people. <laughs> this is just some garbage. Okay. Underdog contest, put both of our props in there. Chelsea Gray, higher, 15 and a half points. Jewel Lloyd, higher, 25 and a half points. Do you have 25 or 24? 25 in underdog. You know, underdog always tries to. I'm saying, it. is it 25 full or is it 25 and a half? No, 25 and a half. Uh, okay. That's a full point difference? That's a, yep. That sucks. Okay. Sure. Uh, let's see. Do we toss in Alyssa Thomas assist, or do we go? Oh, that, that's a Griner? tradition, right? That's a tradition. Or do we go Brittany Griner under again? Brittany Griner under was really good to us. Oh wait, we might not. Oh no, we can't do that anyway. They don't have it up. Boo. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll that kind of sucks. They take don't AT. have any. No, but I get it. They don't have any props on the Mercury yeah. side. We'll take AT. We'll take AT assists. <laughs> All right, AT, higher, eight and a half assists. There goes your three-pick underdog contest. We are doing pretty well with these. Jewel Lloyd, higher, 25 and a half points. Alyssa Thomas, higher, eight assists. Chelsea Gray, higher, 15 and a half points. $100 gets you six times what you put into the contest for $600. Make sure you use code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com. New customers can get their first deposit doubled up to $100. All right, Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here? No, second to last day of the regular season. I'm sure we'll be yep. back once again for the regular season finale on Sunday. Hopefully. Should be fun. Looking forward to that slate, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully some of those games matter. So we'll <laughs> All right, people. Other than that, if for the 28 people that are catching us live on YouTube right now, youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast for you to be able to catch that, then we make sure you like the video on the way out. It should be 28 likes, 29 likes on the video on the way out. People still coming in, even though we're wrapping up. And for all the people that are listening through it, through their earphones or their phone or whatever it is, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review. You can say anything you want, but leave us a five-star review. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. I'm just going to end it like this. We are out of here.